Good evening and welcome back to yet another episode of Romancing Our Stones, your male survival guide to media and pop culture your girl will likely drag you to. I am back. This is Alex. And I am Matt. And welcome. And uh, welcome all. I, I, I'd like to say first and foremost that uh, big props and shout out to Catherine. She was absolutely pleasant and awesome <laughs> to listen to. Yes, yeah, I, I was one of our 13 listeners last week. Oh, so. We had more than that, buddy. We had a lot more than that. People are sharing. So thank you. If you like this Don't show, you know, if you like this show, though, share, 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 because we are outdoing ourselves daily. So thank you guys for sharing um, and all around the world almost. It's crazy. People in different countries either don't know what we're saying or are just listening for the rhythmic tones of our voice or they uh, they appreciate what we have to say. So, or think that we're funny. I, I don't think that we're, we're, we're the new Sesame street. And if that's the case, if we're just talking about this, teaching English abroad, I'll do this all day. You know, we'll get the numbers. We'll <laughs> teach people English. We could write it off as a nonprofit. I don't know. Do you, do you remember the, the muzzy films, like the infomercials for muzzy, like growing yeah. up where it's like, bonjour. It was French. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Is that kid? Is that my kid speaking French? Yeah, they've been watching Muzzy. Yeah, they've been listening to Romancing Our Stones. It's a, yep, it's a beautiful exactly. thing. But thank you my daughter's all. Speaking English now. It's all thanks to you guys. You know, just yeah. waiting for that email. It's coming. They're they're cursing a lot though. I can't understand it. I thought this was a clean <laughs> show. Um. Yeah. So. Um, uh, Thanks all for joining. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, share. Um, we're getting back on the things that we've been promising for a long period of time in terms of Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. We're not on Facebook. Forget, forget what I said, Facebook. But uh, check us out. We're, 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 live, we're live tweeting shows. Um, it's been a lot of fun. And um, yeah, so please, please do that. Yeah, um, Alex, I'm warming you- up. I'm warming up the meme, the meme game back up. You've been, you've been carrying the team with some absolute bangers. So, oh, yeah. absolute bangers. Yeah. I mean, so I got, I got to catch up. I got to, I got to get back into the, uh, the, the big leagues here with you, but well, um, we're glad to have you back. Did everything work out with your butthole and a doctor's appointment that you can come to last time? Yes. Feels good. Just cut that out in, in your post. Okay, so. I'll post. Oh shit. <laughs> we're, we're recording. Okay. Um, I but mean, what are we drinking tonight? Uh, I am drinking Buffalo Trace whiskey. Um, oh, sorry, I'm laughing because I feel like I cut way too soon to just change the subject. And now people literally think that I went to the doctor for my butt, but we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I only speak truth, but I'm drinking Buffalo Trace whiskey. I'm drinking it neat. Um, I had this bourbon over the weekend. I went skiing for the first time in two years. And let me tell you, I was going down the hill. And I thought to myself, do you really like this, Matt? As I was struggling, I dropped my glasses. I popped a binding off and then I had to hike back up the hill. And I'm like, is skiing your thing? And (laughs) I am not quite sure. I may have to adjust my dating profile. I'm not as as outdoorsy as I may say. Um, But um, anyway, I was drinking in the hot tub afterwards uh, some, some of this Buffalo Trace and it was a very nice treat. So I'm doing it here now. What about you? Yeah, I've, I've seen I've seen that stuff, but I haven't tried it myself. I'll have to I'll have to have a glass when I come over. What are you drinking? But I am drinking the uh, Breckenridge Brew. No, no, no. Uh, this is a uh, Denver Beer Company, 
and uh, I'm drinking the incredible, or no, I almost said incredible pedal IPA, but you I got are, that one on my are mind. Are you drunk or what are you drinking? I'm, man? <laughs> already started it pre-gamed. Uh, no, I'm drinking the uh, peanut butter graham cracker porter. Uh, I think it's one of the beers you left over from a while back. So uh, unfortunately I poured it a while ago. It isn't as carbonated as I would have referred to it, but yeah. it is delicious. I'm having a good time. It's actually growing on me. So good. you always get me into these beers that I otherwise wouldn't have liked. So I guess, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Enough, enough about um, our libations. Let's talk about our liberation um, from a lot of girls. This episode of the bachelor <sighs> Matt James, he came through like he came in like a wrecking ball, yeah. and uh, I was doing work. Yeah, and um, the whole thing starts out with you know Heather coming into the into Vogue, coming in the room, and um, you know like you always you know, Chris Harrison always talks about how dramatic this show is, but the girls got super dramatic when when Heather walked through the door. I mean, Piper literally said. I turn into the invisible bitch when <laughs> Heather walks into the room. I'm like, is that like a sequel to hollow man? I've never seen invisible bitch or I've never heard that before. Like, is that commonplace for us to know what that is? Um, and if you're invisible, does that make you a bitch? I'm confused. Like, like all, all I can say was that we already knew most, some of the decent amount of these girls were kind of nasty, but come this episode, you think that all of them have been, pretty much outed and kicked off the show by, by way of kind of ratting them out. And, you know, Matt was making the right decisions, getting rid of the right people, but man, I've never seen so many girls fall from grace in well, one episode. Again, I, it was weird though. Cause like Jacinia, um, she came out of nowhere as a mean girl. Nowhere. Too. And, and like, yes she had the benefit of the doubt with the MJ situation because of how terrible MJ was, but maybe, yes, maybe we were too hard on MJ. I mean, I doubt it, but I mean, maybe we were too hard on her just because Jasenia had, she was like the lead attacker on besides Piper on, on Heather. I'm not saying what Heather did is right, but she didn't yeah, do anything I, wrong either. Yeah. Well, and, and I, I mean, poor, poor Heather just got absolutely thrown into the wood chipper like by all the girls, they were terrible. Like, <clears throat> I don't know who said it because they were showing Heather just getting absolutely bombarded by these girls. But one of the girls said literally was just like, they just leave. When like that, Heather, that was, when, when she's like, that was I'm, not, I'm not trying to stir up things. Was that Jasenia? Yeah. Yeah. So Jasenia, I was, I was very like, I was very not cool with how she was. And she spearheaded the inquisition. Like, it was insane. And then Piper out of nowhere, like you said, with that invisible bitch statement, but she also was not kind at all. I, I started this episode really being like, I'm done with these girls. I'm done with this season. I like Matt. Don't get me wrong. Matt has actually been the only bright spot so far this season, in my opinion. Yeah, besides, and, the, and also the guy that does the lights, he's been really bright this time, the season. The too. lights been, the lighting's been on point. Oh, for okay, the, okay. Guys I just want to make sure that we, we have to give credit where credit's due. <laughs> the brightness in the darkness. <laughs> but, but I mean, I thought I liked some girls, and then like I, I, I like MJ, I liked Piper, and all of a sudden they're just giving me good reason to be like, I don't like you anymore. I thought you were cool, and you're not. 
And I, the, I think the, the girls that are still in our good graces haven't said anything regarding any of the drama. It doesn't mean that they don't have the same thoughts. They just haven't been speaking up, I guess. And I'm, I don't know, kind of a little disillusioned, not disillusioned, but I'm disappointed with the girls this season. They've been not great. So I was thinking after this, after this um, episode, like how it started and, and Piper was demanding an apology from Heather. Um, it, it, you know, like I thought someone, one of our, one of our Twitter followers tweeted at us, like who has the mental for what, what type of person would go on the show and, you know, like subject themselves to this stuff. And, and, I, and I thought to myself after seeing Piper say that stuff and seeing how the girls act and seeing how Heather act, they're all nar- You have to be narcissistic to be on this show. I mean, yeah. you cannot be a meek or a self-reserved person and decide to come on this show. Everyone's there for their own intentions, like Piper demanding an apology and Heather entering into the fray because she felt like it. She, and felt she, like wanted, it. she wanted to take her chance and all that stuff. I mean, it's like they're all it's like essentially like this should be changed from like The Bachelor to like narcissistic hotel and just see like <laughs> and see like what happens because it's more it's more accurate because everyone that's here is literally like Justinia is like you were on you're you're on Colton season and you failed. Are you bachelor hopping? It's like like well, why can't you just say hi? Can I get you a drink? Yeah. You know, yeah. I, like, like, no, like the first thing I said was like, why are you here? <laughs> it's like, that's the first thing they said to her. <laughs> and then like Serena C calls her this virus go home. Yes. And then, then Kit said like, bitch, what are you doing here? Like Kit, I don't know why they tried to have this redemptive arc for Kit. Yeah. She's, she's, yeah. she's still the same person. Um, yeah. Well, again, I, like we're finding out these girls, unfortunately are not, they didn't put their best foot forward. I'll say that. I have stronger opinions, but uh, they're not nice. Um, yeah, and it's just like you know, like Katie seemed least narcissistic. I mean, just by her saying like, "No, I want him to exhaust his time with you, just so he knows he can pick me." Like that's a better way of approaching it. So if someone new comes in the house, it's like, "Hey, here, have a glass of champagne, make yourself comfortable." Um, yes. Um, but then, but I, I, I don't like. I got the whole thing. Like Hannah recommended her, and so Hannah knows Matt. So Matt felt comfortable. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like he wants to see who he has. She has picked for him. But at the same time, Heather is not the brightest. Speaking of the lighting guy, she's not the brightest bulb in the Bachelor mm-hmm. Mansion. Well, and- she's not the sharpest chicken in the hen house of <laughs> Matt's shed either. So yeah, yeah, that's a that's 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 the going viral. Um, but I, I, I wrote down, so I put subtitles on and I wrote down what she said um, just so I could write down her sentences to see if you can track this. I just want you to know how serious this is to be like, to be like, be with you. I, you got, you feel, you feel reassured. He just really likes him is what she's trying to say. And she, she's one of those people that says like all the time. And that, that mm-hmm. drives me up a wall. I'm sure I do it too, but do as I say, not as I do. Um, just like my parenting technique. Um, those that can't do teach Matt. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's right. Those that can sell. Um, but then he sends, he sends Heather home in the minivan, which I thought was pretty funny. And I think it's funny too, that she yeah. rented a minivan when she could have saved a lot of money by doing the coop. But no, I thought I ha- that was, I thought that was very, very interesting too. I'm like, the minivan? Okay. 
I didn't yeah. understand either too. Like when he said, when he saw her and he says, welcome, like first off, welcome. I think that kind of blows the whole surprise motif out the window because you don't say welcome to someone that it's not like someone you crashes, crashes, don't crashes your vacation vacation. Like, well, first of all, welcome. It's like, <laughs> it's like, what are you doing here? You know? Yeah. I feel it, it is interesting because even when the, the first set of girls that showed up, like, I feel like Matt's struggling with this. Like, is he playing, is he playing host with this hotel? Like it's his hotel. The girls are coming in and I don't know. I feel like he, he's balancing this. Like I'm the bachelor, but I'm also responsible for all of these women like coming here. So I think that's why he's wearing a turtleneck just so he can like look like hotel staff, like just in case he's unaware can, of what he's doing there. I can only imagine that the shirt sleeve knitted turtleneck sweater shirts are only because he's got a very severe heart condition where he can't get too cold. So he wears warm shirts and he's like, Anna. Next, he's like Anna from Fro- Anna from frozen. Yeah. Yes. Or Frozone from the Incredibles. <laughs> where is my super turtleneck? <laughs> frozen has a turtleneck. It goes all the way up to, so just saying this is true disney live action incredibles do your thing Um, (laughs) um so matt matt in a tuxedo um picks up his conversation with piper and all the girls thought that was so sexy that he picked up back up with piper and well that's after he sent her home yes Heather, Heather, sorry. Heather home. And they're like, that is so sexy. And then Serena C said probably the funniest line of the entire season when she said, my biggest fear is being blindsided. And I'm like, by who, Serena? Like, Matt? Matt doesn't even know who you are. Like, yeah, you think that you're getting blindsided means that you have, I mean, she's literally standing on a train track. She's looking southbound on a northbound uh, train track. I hope I don't get blindsided. It's like, well, turn yeah. around and see that the train is clearly He's, coming and doesn't like you. Get out of the way. Yeah. It, I, it was very interesting to see this fact that she talks about not getting enough time with him. We know that this show, they edit out multiple hours of these one-on-ones that these girls get to snag Matt for. She's not getting, she's not being assertive at all and taking her time with him. She's not getting one-on-one dates. It's kind of like if you play this game called the bachelor or bachelorette, you have to know you're, you're at the bottom of the swimming pool right now. If, if, if uh, you haven't gotten any of those dates and he doesn't really know you that well, you can't call it blindsided. You're, you're just the next one to get dropped. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I mean, like, it's like, it's like, you know, like standing in front of a dartboard being like, I hope I don't get hit by a dart. It's like, you know, yeah. I don't know. But yeah. she went home. Um, so did uh, Chelsea. I'm glad is... she got weird. She got weird with what's her name? Uh, Katie? Yeah, right? she got Chelsea or Serena? Serena got weird. Serena. She's the one that got, she got, yeah, she got kind of catty with, um, I'm not forgetting her name. Katie. The cool, the cool girl. Katie. Katie. Yes, thank you. That sounds right. All right, yeah, Katie. Well, the hard thing about that too is she felt vindicated that Katie got sent home on her own accord, like like she was right, and it and it had nothing to do with what Serena said. You know, like he's going to see that you're not here for him, and it's like he's like, nah, I just i I'd rather I'd rather rub Tyler than you. I mean, it's like yes, it, it wasn't anything more than that. Um, he really likes Tyler. <laughs> he loves Tyler. 
Um, you know, don't get me wrong. Hey, Tyler is Bachelor's America's sweetheart. Let's just call it that. Move over, Ben Higgins. Everybody loves Tyler Campbell. Oh, poor Ben Higgy. Um, <laughs> Go write a book, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> another one. Um, so anyway, it's Michelle Bree, Rachel Piper, Kit, Jacinia, and Abigail. The final two, four, six, seven. I'm good at math. Yeah. Um, after the rose ceremony the next morning, Chris Harrison does this thing that I always laugh at. He walks in the room. He says, guys, gals, I don't have to tell you what's around the corner next week. Hometowns. <laughs> it's like, you said you didn't have to say <laughs> it, but then it. you said it. Like, like I, I, which is it, Chris? You're like, <laughs> you know, your heart's not working really well, Alex. I don't think I have to tell you what the prognosis is. Uh, plaque buildup. Plaque Cholesterol. Buildup. Cholesterol <laughs> issues. I mean, it goes without saying, you know. I, could, could you imagine how wonderful it would be if he walks in for five seconds and he says, I'm sure you don't have to tell you what's right around the corner and then just turns around and walks away? That'd also be really brilliant, too. I would love it. Because I was be, like, what is he talking about? <laughs> I just took, I just drank coffee and I'm going to the bathroom. I don't have to tell you what happens next. It's yeah. poop. I'm pooping. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> I just like, you know, um, Serena P gets the one-on-one, which, and I thought at the time I wrote down, it's kind of strange that Abby got the in first impression rose, but she hadn't gotten a single one-on-one through the whole season. Yes. I thought that was very interesting, especially how their conversation went and then her subsequently being sent home in, during that cocktail, well, not cocktail, but the, the after, you know, events you know, after the group date event. During and, the group date, she got sent home. Yeah, but it was like the night, it was like their own like separate like one-on-one portion, right? Or their their group, you know, the, the night cocktail party session. Yeah. But I it everything that he said, everything that Matt said made, made sense, which was, I gave you the rose. I felt super strong with you. And then I felt, because I felt so strong with you, I started pursuing other relationships. And as a result of that, I grew better or deeper relationships with these girls than I had with you. I understand that and it totally makes sense. However, that one's kind of on Matt. I can't really say, although I don't know. I mean, Abigail has plenty of time to talk to him again. Like all these girls have have the opportunity to talk to him during the cocktail hours, all that jazz. So yeah, but I don't don't know. I don't know if I believe that though. Yeah, he had to have given her the rose producer led then, you know, like because like the, you don't do that if you if you have a front runner horse, you start giving carrots to that horse for the big yeah. race. I mean, you don't yeah. you don't put it in the stable. Be like, I know that horse runs really fast, mm-hmm. so uh, you know I don't need to exercise with. I need to try these other horses. It's like, but I, I guess Claire Claire picked someone so quickly. Maybe they put guardrails up in between i mean like claire screwed claire screwed up this whole thing i still think there's um you know after her season they decided to spend a lot more money and then they gave them the wake the wake after claire (laughs) i I literally see i literally feel like there's been 40 girls this season like more people keep showing up and and, you know like it's it's crazy um but I felt bad for Abby because Abby seems like a good person. Um, Serena P got the one-on-one they do tantric yoga. Um, and uh, that was a cringe worthy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now 
to be fair, to who? I feel like at this point too, the production always tries. Hmm? To, to, to be to fair be to, to Serena, I, okay. I feel. I, to be fair to Serena, I feel like she unfortunately got the one-on-one date where the production crew always tries to throw in some overtly sexual date that has nothing to do with anything. Like. I forget what season it was, but they did it. There was one season where there's this weird, overly sexual, there's yoga, steam room, I forget what. But ever since then, now every season they have a date where that's something like that's involved. If I were on The Bachelorette, if I were on The Bachelorette and that had happened and I was a contestant and I got that date, I'd be pissed. I kind of felt like like it was kind of semi misogynistic. I mean, he essentially held her up and had a front row sh- seat to her cooter, like, you know, like up above him as she was doing these poses. I mean, like, and I know this is what they do. Cause they did, they did Peter and Kelly had Kelly with all her, her lawyer from Chicago. They had a date like this. And then, yep. then during Tasha season, they like, they waved a crystal over yes. someone's junk. I forget who that yes. was. Was that ben? In, the salt, in the salt cave? It yeah. was, um, yeah, I think it was Ben. No, and no, no. The- it was, it was the guy because he licked, he licked the cave. Who oh, was it? it was um, Blake <laughs> Moines. It was Blake. Um, so they do. This is like a thing, but I felt so awkward for Serena. And then like when she asked Matt, which I, I'm glad that she said she didn't like it. And then she's like, Matt, what point did you like? He's like, I looked into your eyes and I felt naked. I'm like, that's the worst thing that he could have possibly said. Like in this really rapey, you know, like yoga session he felt naked when he looked at her i I looked deep in your eyes and i felt a warming sensation down in my crotchal region (laughs) point to the doll where you felt it matt (laughs) Um, uh, oh man it's too good but no i i I, to me i like and i appreciate the fact that matt was like i am so sorry that you did not enjoy any of that (laughs) and I mean, after he, he was told after he was told seven times. Yeah, yeah. You didn't like that. You didn't like that. I like that. I like that and a lot. I don't appreciate his commentary at the end, being like, you know, we still have to figure out, like, are we compatible? Because, like, you know, I like to do those kinds of things, and like, not that it's tantric yoga, but you know, he likes to you know push his boundaries, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think you include that as a. I don't think you include that as a. Oh, I don't know if she can push the boundaries. She was doing something that was rather sexual that she wasn't uncomfortable with. You know, leave that one. That I was uncomfortable. Then he kept trying to kiss her and she kept denying him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know. Yeah. She got like the ick. She got the ick through the whole thing. And mm-hmm. I, I, I give her props for for sticking to it. But I don't know why she accepted the rose. I, I feel like she's so out of it. I think he kind of put her in a really uncomfortable position. And she tried to be a sport about it. And then he kept getting creepier in my opinion. And uh, I don't know why she stuck around, but I don't know why she got, he got off for the rose. It was literally a bad date. Yeah. And, and I just, I just, yeah, I think it'll probably come to haunt him or her later, but the way he kind of described like what he's looking for in a wife and how that date went, it's like, you can't hold that against her. It's something that she wasn't comfortable with. And it wasn't like skydiving. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't this, this like super active, you know, extreme sport, what, you know, crazy type of date. It was, it was very up close and personal. It was very sexual in nature. Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised. 
I, if I were in Matt's position, I'd be like, are you not comfortable with this? Let's stop this. Cause I don't yeah. want to do this. Like, this is weird for me too. Like, it's kind of like, if you're with a girl and she's not feeling it and you're kind of, you know, forcing that issue a bit, you go, eh, you're not feeling that cool. I'm not feeling it. Cause you're not feeling it. Right. Like let's, let's just pull the brakes and hang out. Let's go do something. Read the room a little bit. Yeah. Um, like when she denied, when, if you get denied a kiss in that situation, why don't you stop and be like, Hey, what's going on? You know, like, I don't know. But I think she, I think she said yes to the rose only because pr- uh, production was like, well, we rented the fake snow machine and um, this is really our only opportunity to blow the fake snow. Um, so can you get out there on the ice rink? And Matt's already told us he's dropping like six girls tonight. So we really need somebody to actually accept the rose here tonight. <laughs> we need, we need to use this fake snow machine. I was laughing because the soap suds were on their shoulders. Like when they zoomed in and yep. you know, like it was just snowing above the ice rink and then above the, above the, above the great area it was like no snow falling. Um <laughs> Uh, and so that's why I think you said yes. And then it's then, movie magic, Matt. It's oh, movie magic. Okay. Oh, sign me up on the makeshift ice rink. It was great. Um, then there was another Peloton ad. Um, yep, yep. Matt riding the Peloton. And then the, there was a group date with just the cocktail party. Um, he's talked to each girl one-on-one. Bree said she left her job to be there. And I wanted to ask you, does that mean as much in your early 20s than it does in your mid 30s? Like leaving your job in your early 20s, does that mean very much anything? Like that's like your first job. Yeah, I think that's, I feel like she did a good job in trying to sell it by being like, look, my mom, like growing up with my mom, we were like not in this, she didn't grow up with like a steady job or stable income and things were tough. So I think she sold it well. But at the same time, it's like, honey, you're obviously college educated. You're smart enough to get a job right out of college. You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. Yeah. You're gonna, somebody's going to want you for your talents. Like, you're obviously, if you can get hired somewhere once, you can get hired a lot of other places. And, I mean, also, I figure, back to your, back to your point, you know, this is hotel narcissus, right? So, <laughs> you, oh, like, turned into, like, hotel uh, Rwanda. <laughs> Or hotel. All the, these girls. All, the Budapest Hotel or, or. The Grand Budapest. Or The yeah. Shining. Yeah. All these hotel movies. <laughs> but you mentioned earlier, all these girls are on here for a reason. And she's like, I left my dream job. I'm like, really? Was it a dream job? Yeah. If you left it to like pursue your probably Instagram modeling career. Sounds um, like it was a catnap job. <laughs> a dream. And, a and, and if it was your dream job if it was your dream job, she's beautiful. She's talented. She's obviously doing well. If it's her, if it's her dream job, I, I, I would play my chances on playing my network to see if there's any nice guys out there in, in her neighborhood, right. In her neck of the woods. Mm-hmm. Right. So what, why go on the bachelor then? Right. Why go on, why go on the bachelor? I don't, so, I don't know. Um, yeah. Piper but, drops the most unenthusiastic L bomb I've ever heard. She's like, <laughs> I love you. Now, if only it came out of Kit's mouth, because boy, does that girl have emotional range. Oh. And I'm being completely facetious. And she wears it, she wears it all on her face. I mean, like, you can tell if something's not right with that girl. Yeah. Um, that girl, I would be shocked to see what actually gets a rise out of the girl emotionally from, from like a facial expression standpoint. Kit has, Kit has zero range emotionally, which is shocking. Um, yeah. It was odd. So that was, 
right in hand with Piper's very like half-hearted, no pun intended, uh, expression of love. <laughs> to yes. <that. laughs> um, it was it was the most unenthusiastic L bomb. Is that was like a, a a bomb that just bounces off the ground. It doesn't explode. Um, Abigail. I thought she was right. And she said, it's going to be hard to introduce you to my family if I haven't had a one-on-one with you, which I thought that was, I thought that was a good point. Um, he sends her home, which was, I guess, upfront by him. But at the same time, I, I didn't really believe him, you know, with the whole, yeah. I felt so comfortable. I started exploring other things. I don't, I, I don't, I don't really see that. I mean, he never rubbed his ear once. I mean, I was waiting the entire yeah. season for that damn sign. Which, which I thought was cute. Which yeah. I thought, I thought was it was cute. really cute too, but I, I, he never did it or you never saw it. You know, yeah, but um, Rachel, I, Rachel had a sit down talk. I mean, she's kind of like very, you know, Sith Lord oriented mindset. Like, if it doesn't work for me, then I'm it's not going to work. Or if it, you know, like either you know, if he, if he brings another girl on here, it's he doesn't value our time. It's like you know, it's like yes. only Wait. a Sith deal in absolute, as you and I, I say all the time. I had the same exact thought when she said that, which is like. If he lets her in, it means that nothing we've done means anything. I'm like, whoa, Rachel. <laughs> Pop the brakes there, but then in my mind, it, I'm thinking, or the Sith deal in absolutes. <laughs> <laughs> These are not the girls you're looking for, Matt. Um, yeah, but I couldn't get past her sniffing the entire time because she thought like she was going home. She's like, <laughs> yeah. Like if you go back and watch that scene again, she paces herself with a sniff like every five <laughs> seconds. Um, Kit said that she wants to, she was, she wants to like pulled off the important things till later in life, you know, really late in life. Like when she's 25, 26, I was thinking about you the entire time. Cause you're, you're, you're a 31 year old or 32 year old. Yep. 31, 31 year old with your first child. And Kit wants to hold off on having kids until she's 25, 26. You until know, she's I, sure. I so had, she's, my, she's I got had life my, figured out. Yeah. I had my first kid at 27 and that's early. Yep. in life but you know she wants to travel and finish school and do all these things and she's like i laid it all on the table and he's totally vibing it um i i have a theory about and then kit comes i mean we've been chatting long enough kit goes and lets herself go yep. i think matt was keeping kit around just because of her lifestyle and I think Matt living in New York City, if he yeah. and Kit were to be plugged in, he would be plugged makes... into the upper echelon of society. Yep. Because I mean, there's a picture of her like, um, you know, out with Aloe Black and or, or right. not Aloe Black, out with uh, Joe Jonas. No, Tyler Lautner. They're all they all look the damn wow. same. Wow, you went all around the who's who of of New York celebrities. I got there. <laughs> I got there soon enough. Um, <laughs> I got there as fast as Zach and Tasha's taxi got could get me there. Um, uh, but I think that he was kind of trying to plug into her, her, her community. Um, but anyway, Rachel gets the one-on-one. No, Rachel gets the group date rose. So she gets a private concert from Aloe Black. Mm-hmm. And all I really have to say about that is that I was laughing pretty heavily when they had the montage of Aloe Black singing and all the girls crying on the couch that didn't get the rose. I was like, that was it was funny that they were not focusing on Matt and Rachel and they were just looking at the girls crying on the couch. I was like, Yeah, this is great editing here. <laughs> and it should have been like the REA uh, REM songs, like the day is love, everybody hurts. Um, 
everybody cries. I'm, I'm just glad Al Black can find work again. I think he had to go on the mass singer to really, you know, show everybody his chops again. And He's so talented you know. though. I've, can I, I've been, can I just say his for a long time? Yeah. I, yeah. Well, no, I, I like his music too. And, and can I just say that uh, you had me dying laughing um, at your Aloe Black joke uh, <laughs> with yeah. Catherine did totally missed it. I know you give me crap for always missing your jokes, and your one-liners. Yeah. I was dying listening to your, your Aloe Black joke. That he needs um, a dollar. He needs a dollar. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, that's amazing. Yeah. And you're like, I, I think you even said you're like, that was an Aloe Black joke. <laughs> Cause he's got a song There's not and many. she still said nothing she still said nothing about it which i thought was hilarious too <laughs> <laughs> Catherine, but, welcome back anytime don't let no, alex scare you here Catherine needs to be irregular we'll get we'll, that'll be off air we'll talk about that but okay uh, but yeah let's let's get to just yeah, is one-on-one date then so, gets a one-on-one um matt comes out doing donuts but it was he, they fake out like he was actually driving and they had a guy yeah. named there named tony in Ing, uh, and his and his title is professional drifter. I can guess his favorite movie. It's Fast and Furious Three: Tokyo Drift. Um, that is his absolute favorite movie. Um, False. It's Pride and Prejudice. Oh damn it! <laughs> Tony is so complex. Uh, uh, but um, you know, Matt um, Matt gets behind the wheel and proceeds to hit every obstacle on the course, which is very yeah. reminiscent of the way he's handled the season. Just uh, sloppy, crashing into things, breaking expensive things, all that well, stuff. Can I just say, red flag alert, just San Diego's, I've only like drifted once and I didn't mean to. I'm like, dear Lord, what? Is, how are you driving around town? It's like, I've never drifted. Most people, I'm going to say, purposely mean to in a parking lot at 3 a.m. in the morning or where it's snowing outside and you can easily drift, right? Yeah. Even, um, then, I've, even that, I've never done that. <laughs> Like, how do you accidentally drift? You drive way too crazy. Well, I don't know how people just know how to do donuts. Like, I have, I would even know what the first thing to do. Like, if I got in my car, like, besides drive going through a drive-through window at Dunkin', I have yeah. no idea how to do donuts in my car. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I, I, I see the pros. They, they, you know, they're working that handbrake and they're cranking the wheel. That's all I know that they're doing. So that's lost um, upon me. But yeah, I, I had to point out that Jasenia's comment. I'm like, dear lord. <laughs> You're a terrible driver. Yeah. And then, and then at, to be romantic, he essentially gives her a spine buster and then motorboats are on the hood of a car <laughs> after he sets her down. And yeah. um, that's supposed to be sexy, I guess. I, I think, don't know. I think, and, and I think this, I think he went in for a kiss. And just like with Serena, she, like, Jasenia backed away and he ended up getting like a face full of like chest. That was so, like, he motor, he, le, he legit motorboated her on the motor car. For being on the, motor the bachelor, I, I think this is worth mentioning because you mentioned this briefly with Serena about being kind of awkward about all this, but kind of being a bit creepish about it. Yeah. I've never in the history of Bachelor seen a bachelor struggle so hard to get to first base. <laughs> on a kiss like he swings and misses more yeah. times in this season than any bat like you should not have a problem getting like landing a kiss as the bachelor when you're the bachelor <laughs> is like, it and i and i, I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt just now i was like is it because he's six five but a lot of time he he's a he's a sit down kisser matt he's got the high ground <laughs> <laughs> we've we've had so many good he's, star war references in this in this episode there's no way he's missing a kiss he's got the high ground 
It's true. He does have the high ground. Um, and Justenia is so short. I just didn't know how he ended up in her cleavage. It was, that was just so weird, um, to me, but, um, after he did that, he sent her home. Um, yeah. they had a dinner that they didn't really do much, but I did notice that she ran into one of the hanging lights as they were walking to the table. Um, Which, how low is that light got to be hanging? She runs into it. It's gotta, she's got to be like five, four, five, five max. Oh no. She's, she's five, one. Okay. Yeah. Like she, cause she's short. You, like you mentioned, she's short. Yeah. It's a, a low hanging light lighting crew. It's going to be like guy. We had such high hopes for you, man. <laughs> come on. I'll come to think of it. <laughs> I take it all back. Um, uh, so can I just say when Jasenia got sent home though, I was like, eh, don't feel bad. Bye. No, cause no. she was, she became a bad guy this episode. Yeah. I, I was on her team last episode and then this episode, I'm like, Whoa, the way she treated Heather. I'm like, bye. Bye. I mean, you just don't treat other human beings like mm-hmm. that. And, you know, like even with Kit, like the way Kit treats people oh, Kit is either. not good. Yeah. It's like Kit, it's like Sia. I was going to Kit walks herself out. I'm like, bye. Won't miss yeah, I, 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 she, I hope she lands on her feet. All, <laughs> all of them. Um, well, yeah. We don't wish ill will on these girls, but just no, like, I was bye. being, I was being facetious. I'm felt, uh, Kit, Kit drives around in gold Bentley. She'll be fine. <laughs> Um, as she said, I'm not making that up. Yep. Um, then they have a rose ceremony. Um, with only two roses. Yeah. And then Brie and Michelle get a rose, uh, and Piper leaves. Um, she paid the Piper. And, and again, like Piper too, she was a favorite until I saw her this episode. I'm like, bye, bye too. I, I will say this and I don't know. I'm, I, I'm ready to get my, two, my, my, my stones rating here, but that's up to you if we're willing to get there right now, unless there's something else we didn't cover. But if you have, do you have something? You're welcome to say whatever you want. No, I, I'm giving this episode two stones, and it might seem weird to you mm. why I give this episode two stones. But for the first time ever watching The Bachelor, I started this episode absolutely hating it. And God bless that Matt James, because he got rid of all the right people, except for Abigail. I love Abigail. And I'm really, I think that was a big mistake, but gets rid of all these girls that were being mean without him really finding out how nasty they were being, yeah. right? Because previously he's finding out that some of the girls were nasty and he got rid of them, right? In this one, he got rid of the girls that were being nasty without him realizing it. And for that, I was really pleased by the end of the episode. And I had to, I had to think back and go, wait, I hated this episode. The first like 15 minutes in. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm getting it two stones because it was a roller coaster of emotions. It got me, and I was very pleased at the end of it. And I'm ready to see what happens going forward. And I and I like the girls that have remained: Shell, Serena. Uh, I wish Abigail was there, but I'm I'm pleased so far with the girls that remain. I'm conflicted with my stones because, you know, like when all they do all these gimmicky group dates, I'm like, why don't they just sit down and talk? And then they do that. And I'm like, oh, that was boring. Um, and then I'm looking for content. And then when you get, you know, content, and then it's boring. like, you know, like Heather, like she essentially walked in the revolving door and just kept the thing spitting twice and then walked out. I mean, that was like, but they predicated the whole on the, like this season on, like on her showing up oh, and blowing everything up. They blew. Yeah. They, they blew that up from a drama perspective. I don't know. I think that the, um, you know, I think that speaking of people around the world, I think that the the word I have to describe this episode 
is is multi it's universal it's meh 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 and i don't know if that's one or zero stones and to be honest with you because you know even even watching it and looking at my notes i mean i don't know i don't know Matt, you're entitled to your opinion. Don't feel bad because I gave it two stones. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I kind of caught me off guard. I'm gonna give it no. St- I'm gonna I'm gonna give it no stones. I like I, I, I just it was stupid. The whole thing, this whole season's gotten stupid. I don't get me wrong. Like I said earlier at the beginning of this 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 episode, Matt's the only saving grace of this episode right now. That he's making the right decisions. Yes, he's got a little bit of creepy tendency. We're gonna explore that probably further as we get into these uh, these uh, overnights, <laughs> so yeah. these fantasy suite episodes. But um, again, the girls have been oh just rotten, rotten. Yeah, and that's, that's kind of the hard thing that you know. Like speaking of the, like everyone being a narcissist, it's like uh, you know, I don't think anyone's there for him. Like yeah. I don't think he's there for it either. <laughs> I mean, like, and I, and you know, like. Claire and Tasha made it seem like they're there for love. The guys from last season, all besides Bennett and Ben, I mean, all seemed like really solid dudes. Like Ivan was a stud and like they, I believe yeah, that they I wanted it. Um, the, everyone on this season, even Matt, it's like Matt said, you know, this process was successful for Tyler and he wants that. And like Tyler lost. But but one Tyler was also a contestant. He wasn't the bachelor. And and yeah, and then you know, like all these girls, you know, like I don't believe Rachel. I don't believe I guess the only one I do believe is Michelle. Yeah. But but Michelle has limited like we have limited ex- like interactions with her, if that makes sense. She went on that date at the very beginning. Outside of that, you haven't really heard her express herself, talk much, zip. We've really gotten zip out of Michelle. And I think that's why so far she's like, I believe what she says because she said she's been covered the least from a production standpoint. Yeah. Maybe so, that's why I like her. <laughs> like, right? like maybe, like, mean, maybe like everyone else has got such bad publicity. Oh, like she's, she's Midwestern. She's got Midwestern values. I, I, she, she, she seems like a sweetheart. Um, you know, and think about this. She's also a teacher. So there's, there's an element of, you know, she's got to, I can't imagine. I can't imagine her being proud of her t- of her kids watching this one day if she's if she's a terrible person, right? And so I, I, I don't know. I, it's kind of like the whole like you know when you're out and about you know you play football. It's always like you know hey you're in a fishbowl. You're think of yourself as always wearing the jersey, right? Yeah. And I feel like that's I feel like that would be kind of a thing for you if you were a teacher. Would the world doctor, be better if everyone or a nurse or a lawyer? Would it be right? better if everyone in the world thought that way? It's like everything you do or say will and can be used against you, especially like I just, just be your best just, self. Just think about what you're representing. Yeah. You're, I mean, you're representing yourself. Think of you're wearing a Jersey of yourself every day. Yeah. Right. Like represent yourself well. And so far, I think, like you said, Michelle's done that. Right. So at least as far as we can tell, we shall see it's a two stone episode, two from Alex, zero for me. Um, <laughs> I carried the team that episode. Yeah. I think that this is a first um but it's a, um, it's a different of perspectives because your your perspective is valid and i agree with you 100 percent. for me i was like the fact they got me from hating the episode to be like oh i'm actually pleased because the right people went home i was like i gotta i have to give props to that i have to give props to that. It's very well and, done and the lighting of course 
um, well, don't, forget to fo- don't forget to follow us on Twitter at RO Stones with an S, guys with an S, Instagram at RO Stones, guys, YouTube at RO Stones, guys. Don't forget, don't reach out to us. We'd love to interact. We, we're yes. going to start posting polls and we're going to answer your questions on our Instagram stories. We'd love to have you hear you. Um, I still am paying $15 a month to have extra people on the show. So if you want to be part of the we show, love let you. We, we do it all for you. It's all for you, Damien. It's all for you. Um, that's an omen joke. I don't think many people get that one. Um, we, we might have to have a series or like a season where we watch scary movies with me because I'm terrible at watching them because I, the anxiety and the anticipation kills me. So wow. I have to do, a, maybe, maybe October this year, we'll do a Halloween series. We, we should watch Cabin in the Woods. And that'll tell you the the uh, the format theme of every, every other movie that every every horror movie fil- uh, follows. So, um, anyway, thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next time. Two stones, uh, rate us, subscribe us, share us, love us. Please love us. We we need love. Please, please, please. Yes. Um, share with your friends and family. All right, we'll talk to you later. See ya. See ya.